welcome to the Be Together podcast. We believe here that God did not desire for man to be alone. We are created with a need for companionship. So this gift has come to us through family and friends. Join me, Sarah, and my husband, Andrew, each week as we sit down with some of our favorite people and share our hearts on some fun and some difficult topics. Join us. Let's be together. Welcome back to the Be Together podcast. We hope that you have enjoyed our first four episodes, and we're so thankful you're here with us today for episode five. We're really feeling the love. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're feeling the love because the Chiefs won the Super Bowl since we uh, last recorded. Um, Valentine's Day is right around the corner, so the day of love. And we're also feeling loved because I checked our analytics, and we have 358 listens, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. I would love to see that number over 400, but at the same time, I'm not going to get stuck on that. So share away. Um, If you know someone that would enjoy the podcast, tell them about it. I know um, I've had some friends tagging other friends and telling them to check it out. So thanks for those things on social media. But you can also just do it by, you know, talking to your friends, telling them about it, and, you know, emailing them the links, things like that. But thanks for all the support and love. And um, we're excited to have another episode with you. So last week we had episode four, which was called Bucket Lists and Dreams. We talked all about just... The idea of how we think it's healthy to have a bucket list, how it's a never-ending list. It should be something we think that's like always developing. Also, we talked about things like how to um, focus on your time and your money to help accomplish those dreams. And then we also talked about just kind of being content in your now and where you are. So go back and give that a listen if you haven't. Or even if you have, just go back and listen to it again just to kind of remind yourself of some of those fun things. We hope that you liked that episode. We got lots of fun um, feedback and positive comments. So thanks for those that listened. So like Sarah said, we we talked about bucket lists last time. Well, today's episode is about intentionality or being intentional, uh, which of course means to do something on purpose. We're going to focus, uh, there are a wide variety of things that we could talk about, but we're going to focus specifically on relationships and our relationship um, to each other as well as our kids and how we can be intentional in that. Um, a disclaimer, we are not experts on this. Um, this is mainly our expertise in our own family. So we challenge you to think about being intentional uh, within your own family, uh, what that looks like and uh, why it would actually be a good thing. Yeah, and we could talk about, kind of like Andrew said, we could talk about this in lots of different like perspectives. We could talk about like being intentional with time or money or, I don't know, goals. There's lots of things, but we're going to just focus on being intentional within our relationships. So we hope that this is something that will help you, even if you don't have kids in the home anymore or you don't have kids of your own. Um, We're going to talk about our marriage. We're even, I mean, you could even apply a lot of what we're talking about to any friendship or any relationship or even to future relationships that you might have. Just having this knowledge and this mindset could be helpful. When you're being intentional in a relationship, you're doing a lot of things on purpose with a goal or an outcome kind of set out before you. And really it's just to have the strongest, healthiest relationship possible. Um, And so there's a lot of benefits that come with intentional relationships. And so we're going to talk about some of those uh, here. So one thing that comes to my mind is if you're intentional within a relationship, 
you generally will establish really good habits of just courtesy, of not self-seeking behaviors, of um, putting the other person kind of before yourself. Yeah. Um, and also, I think that if you're intentional, one of the benefits, one of the really strong benefits is there's less like wasted time and also laziness. Yeah, I could agree with that. Yeah. I think in relationships, it's really easy to get lazy where you're just like, yeah, everything's fine. And you're not really putting forth effort to make it better or to keep it strong, if that makes sense. Yeah, I would, I don't like the word lazy. Uh, yeah. And so I would say like complacent comfortable. Or comfortable, yeah. I think there's a, there's a, always in relationships, there's a, even in non um, intimate relationships, there is a pursuing, maybe even friendships. You pursue a friendship for a while. And then once you get to a point where you're, you don't feel like you need to pursue that anymore, there is complacency or com comfortableness that creeps in. Yeah. And you need to be more intentional in order to keep things strong, I guess. Yeah. And I feel like, um, when there's intentionality with, like you said, like the pursuit or with the building of the relationship or the maintaining of the relationship, only good things come from that. There's stronger bonds, there's better trust, there's um, excitement. There's a lot of things that happen when you do those intentional like behaviors. Yeah. And I think it's different depending on the friendship or the relationship of what the, that intentionality would look like. But I truly think to the heart of it is just kind of putting that person's feelings before your own or just putting that person's feelings as a priority. I agree with that, yeah. Absolutely. So thinking about what they would like for the outcome of the time that you have together or thinking about um, what would help them have a better day or how you could encourage that person and not just seeking for yourself. And I think if both people are doing that, then both people are going to get their cups filled up. Yeah. Both like emotionally um, and possibly physically, depending on the relationship, I guess. Yeah. And then also I think that this intentionality really can apply to like your spiritual life too. Absolutely. I believe that um, it's very easy to run dry on that when you are not pursuing. Uh, I, I'm a firm believer that the Lord always pursues you. Yeah, I um, believe that and too. And always doing that. But it's, uh, um, he doesn't need us um, and we need him. And so... When you are not doing that, it's evident. Yeah. And I feel like the devil is sly and he no, uses... He's good at his job. Yeah. He uses even good things to kind of cut into our time and our attention and our our kind of position of our heart so that that pursuing maybe isn't as strong as it should be. But if you have intentionality like within that spiritual relationship, I think the benefits are far outweigh the sacrifice of time or of sleep or whatever it is that you um, have to put, you know, lower on the priority list in order to pursue that relationship. And I think that's something that, um, like as Christians, it's this crazy trap that it's so easy to like fall out of. And I don't know why, because we know how important it is and we know the benefits. We've seen the benefits. I know, you know, I've had times in my life where my spiritual life is stronger and um, then just like this whole gradual process happens where it slowly starts to slip back and then you have to like build it back up. I don't know. 
Yeah. I don't know why it happens like that. It's just, I think it's just the devil's sly way, this distraction of our crazy world. Yeah, and I think that we're always busy. And so when we have comfort, um, and there's, I, I always go back to being comfortable. Comfort is what we, uh, what, what the culture says that we should be, what I want and desire. I desire to be comfortable. Um, and it's mainly, it's not mainly, it is all selfish to be comfortable and to not want. Um, and I think that distracts us from the pursuit yeah. uh, and the never ending race that we are having or that we should have to pursue God. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that a lot. So it's just one of those things when you're intentional in your relationships, whether it's like with your spouse or your significant other or with your kids or your friends or definitely with God, when you're intentional with that time, you only see the benefits. And yet relationships tend to be something that easily get put on the back burner. So I think it's important um, as adults to not just say, well, I wish I had a better relationship with this person or I wish my relationship with God was stronger. Well, you have to be intentional or it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's definitely one of those ones where one of those areas in your life where you get out what you put in. Absolutely. Another positive outcome from putting intentionality into your relationships is that it builds security in that bond. So the more, you know, time you spend with somebody, the more you pursue somebody, the more you even pray for somebody or you learn about each other's hearts through experience, conversation or whatever it is, those opportunities build security in that relationship. They build trust. They build, um, that feeling of that person's got my back or that person yeah. is somebody that I can trust with this information or with this um, burden or this request or this excitement, whatever it is. So I feel like that's another benefit and it's something that is worth the time. It's worth the intentionality. It's worth the pursuit. And it's only going to happen if you're doing that. It's not a natural thing to just have security because we're humans. I mean, we're going to let each other down if we're talking about like person to person, you know, within Christ, we should have that security because he's not going to let us down. But within our like earthly relationships, I feel like intentionality is important because it's going to help build that trust and that security. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think uh, the equity that you build with people um, allows for those hardships to suffer kind of the storm to yeah. or withstand the storm of life because if you build up equity if you have friendships if you if you do pursue um, that friendship and you with intentionality then when something you know hard comes along which it will then you've got a strong foundation to kind of withstand that with yeah so. people to help carry that load um, and then you know obviously you do that for them when Things like that happen, you know, to yeah. them or whatever. Because it, it's just life and it's going to happen. Um, but I think also that there's power in that because as your security builds, um, you're going to also be thinking of that person more and going to be looking for ways to bless that person um, because you feel secure and excited about the bond that you have with that person. So I kind of feel like that's just another benefit. I feel like trust and security and relationships is something that has to come through time and through circumstances and through situations. And it won't happen unless you're being intentional with your relationship.
So some of you might be sitting there thinking, okay, these are great benefits. I know that this is important, but what do I do to be intentional or how can I be more intentional? And I think a lot of it is dependent upon the relationship, whether it's a parent to child relationship, whether it's a spouse relationship or a friendship, um, you know, or even like a younger person to an elder person or something like that. It just depends a lot on the relationship. But I think Andrew and I were talking through some examples on ways to be intentional in relationships. And I think a lot of it boils down to time and spending time with that person. Absolutely. Like with our kids, we have, you know, younger kids, well, 10 and 6. For that, I think it just equates to getting down on the floor and playing with them. Yep. And it's not always the most convenient thing <laughs> or the most, uh, I guess it's going to sound selfish, but mo the most fun thing. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, our brains are in different developmental phases, so they're still into pretend play and things like that that, you know, as adults you lose, unfortunately, some mm -hmm. of that. And so it's hard sometimes to get in that like, oh, yeah, I want to sit down and do this because it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But in their mind, it's the best thing ever. And so I think for us, you know, just where we're at, it's really just spending time, getting on their level, and, you know, putting attention to what interests them. And not that we do that 100% of the time. It's not like we put their interests above our interests all the time. But honestly, if we're being intentional with time that we have with them, that is something we can do to strengthen that bond. Yeah, and I also think, though, it's about reading cues. Like, there are some days where, yes, they want us to play, but... It is not the highest priority thing for them. It is just like a, a kind of a throw in, like, yeah, it'd be cool if you play with me. Um, but then there are days where you can tell that they need attention. They need more. more attention. Yeah, they're, they, they're craving that or they're giving cues that say that that would help them. Yeah. For, and help you in that bond. Yeah. For our kids, like, uh, our six year old's pretty, pretty funny about it, but he will flat out ask. Hey, I want you to play with me, which mm -hmm. I really appreciate and just my personality. Um, our older is not like that. No, he'll just kind of be bored or like just wandering around. And so we try to jump on those opportunities if, if we can say, hey, you want to go play ping pong or like, hey, you want to go outside and do this and try to like just encourage opportunities. Let's go play catch or let's go outside mm -hmm. and just use that time just as a time together to talk about whatever or maybe he wants to focus on that particular skill of whatever it is so we try to take advantage of those opportunities one thing that I do it's just something that I like to do is I like to create traditions so and we're going to do a whole episode on traditions but like we have pizza and movie nights that's a tradition and I feel like that is being intentional with the time the boys get excited about it we get to get on Disney plus or get on Hulu or something and pick out a movie. Um, and they just, they get excited about traditions. Uh, we have some other ones too. I don't want to tell them all right now because we're going to do a whole episode on that, but that's something that I do where I try to be intentional and make things memorable and fun and make them like something that the kids look forward to. Yep. And so I think that that helps, but like Andrew was saying, I think that's with kids, but with adults, even a lot of that same stuff that we just mentioned, like, could apply. I feel like with adults, though, sometimes it's a little bit harder to read their cues. Yes, I totally agree. <laughs> even after being married for a long time, um, you know, we can just look at each other and be like, what? What do you want? You yeah. know, what can I do to make this, you know, a fun evening or a better evening or whatever? I don't know. Yeah, and I think I struggle the 
the most with this and it is probably because of what I would want to happen. So if I know that Sarah is having a bad day or if she's had just an eh day, uh, I think space is probably the best thing to give her when actually it might not be the case. Maybe she wants to talk. Maybe she wants to do some things that probably aren't on, really high on my priority list to do. Um, but me having to kind of step out of my comfort zone and be intentional with that um, is is the beneficial or it is beneficial to both of us. Yeah, I and guess. I think I, I don't do a very good job with that. Oh, I don't think that's true. But I think that an important part of any friendship relationship of any dynamic is just communicating that talking to each other. That's one of the best ways to be intentional with your time. Even if it's a short conversation, just have that conversation because something might come out through that discussion where you realize there's a greater need or you realize there's more cues available. If you have that communication on whether or not you should try to spend more time with that person or give them some space or if you could do something like an act of kindness or an act of service for that person that might, you know, strengthen that bond or that relationship. I don't know. I just feel like communication is like a really important piece in that. And I feel like that with our kids too. Um, you know, one thing that I talk to our kids about, because especially with our one who's about to be a preteen, it's like, it's not cool to have mom just like sit on your bed and talk with you, you know? But I'm like, oh, I have this opportunity. This is a perfect learning opportunity for whatever situation. I want to talk to him about it. Um, but I try to explain like, hey, I want to have this conversation because I think this is important because and give him not a lecture, but a little bit of background about why I want to like sit on his bed and talk about something. And I think that if he kind of understands my why, he might be a little bit more willing to listen Maybe. <laughs> you don't think so? I don't know. I, yeah, I don't yeah know. we're still navigating this whole preteen. So those of you that have them, you can, like, give us your expert advice. But I feel like with kids, um, you know, they're just very, and, and adults too, but mostly kids, they're just very in the moment. And so they're not looking at the big picture like, wow, my mom is really trying hard to spend a lot of time with me. Or like, wow, my mom is really trying hard to make my childhood memorable. And so if I can just, like, talk to them about... Like, hey, I had this really good idea. I thought it'd be fun. It could be something that we, you know, take pictures and talk about later. Or like, hey, remember that time? And like bring some of those things up from the past that they just get a little bit more excited sometimes. We hope this episode uh, has allowed you to kind of reflect on your relationships and how you can be intentional with building those relationships, strengthening those bonds within your family, within your friends. We hope that in the next few weeks, next month, that you can be more intentional than what you did. And we hope that this podcast help you was able to help you do that. Yeah, and we hope that you guys will just remember that it's really easy to get comfortable in your relationships, but yet there's so much benefit to pursuing and to um, putting the other person you know, at the forefront of your mind and your actions. And that applies in all relationships, both spiritually, um, in your marriage, or, you know, if you're dating, um, within your parental child relationships and friendships, this applies to all of those. And there's benefits and that it's worth it to spend that time to gain that security and to just have stronger bonds. So we hope that this is something you can enjoy and reflect back on and, um, just, encourage others along the way. Thanks for listening.